To spoil your appetite, Dean, we're about to have some lobster bisque and Indian pudding that doesn't stop. Why do you always have to spoil everything? It's your boy, Jay Rich, Spider Triple. It's loud in here because we out here chilling in a restaurant right after screening Saban's Power Rangers. And we're we're gonna just we're just gonna go real quick. You know me, Jay Rich, Spider Triple. I'm here with uh, Danae Scully Triple. Uh, Steve Neo Triple. Sean Spastic Triple. And we have a new member of the family just hanging out, just eating, relaxing. Uh, George Mountain. <laughs> yeah, he's a cool cat. Listen, um, who, who, let's, let's, let's talk about the, the director and the cast and everything that's involved in there. All right. Uh, real quick, um, so this is Dan Israelite's uh, second sophomore feature film following Project Almanac. As far as the cast goes, outside of uh, Elizabeth Banks as Rita and... Um, Brian Cranston as Zordon. We don't have very many other main uh, big names casting-wise. It's uh, the names are as far like I'm looking through them: Darcy Montgomery, Naomi Scott, uh, R.J. Siler, Ludi Lynn, Becky G. She's Trini. Like uh, I guess probably the biggest name out of any of them. But um, the actor that played Billy Cranston, R.J. Uh, R.J. Siler, is kind of stole the show. That's like the name that I'm gonna walk away remember most likely. Right. Now, like, yes, this is based off of the original, um, American original release of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. This is not a sequel to any of the previous American-made Power Rangers films. This is a whole new life, a whole new reboot, a whole new telling with a nice little, little twist, little fun, little, 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 little bit of something. Um... I'll start off and say that I really enjoyed the film. It was a, it was a fun movie. That's what I was expecting. I was worried that it was going to not be as fun as I hoped it to be. Honestly, it was actually more fun. It was I enjoyed it more than I thought I would. I thought it would be typical camp. All right, it's cool. I'll forget about it tomorrow or whatever. But no, this is like a fun movie, and I really enjoyed it. Uh, we're gonna, I'm gonna go back down the line and get some quick uh, spoiler-free reviews on people. I'm mid too. Um, I would say that this same thing that I enjoyed it more than I thought. Um, I didn't have super specific expectations, but as someone who watched the original Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, you have a love in your heart for that original series, and you just don't want anybody to ruin it so it's okay to reimagine and change some things but please don't ruin it and the director did a a really good job of like adding his own twist to it um while paying a lot of homage to the original series and there were some moments where we just all had to yell out and be like yeah so um definitely i enjoy i enjoyed the movie a lot um like like you said it was a fun movie uh it was more phenomenal (laughs) but um no, nah, it was good. Um, personally, I like the original designs of the, the TV show better for, you know, the, the Zor- Zor- not, not to go spoil anything, but, you know, for the Zords and, and, and the monsters and everything. But um, it was good. The humor was good. Uh, 
Yeah, it feels good. Uh, I've mentioned it's you know it's got a lot of homages, which kind of walks a fine line of being campy, uh, but overall very entertaining. Um, some problems with the pacing and editing, but overall again, I would recommend if you were looking forward to it, then go see it in theater. It's a fun movie. All right, well, our, our, our fifth member, he's enjoying his meal, so we're going to allow him to enjoy his meal. Um, real quick, one out of five tribbles, five being the best, what do you give this film? Hmm. All right, I think I would probably give it... No, nah, that's tough. I'm going to give it a three out of five. So I think it was, again, fun, enjoyable, um... I really can't call out too many things that were, like, clearly, like, super wrong with it. I mean, there are some things that are a little bit, all right, either, it was a, I know it's a little bit cheesy, and I think they know that they're a little bit cheesy, um, but I, overall, I'm, I'm, I'm going to stick with the three. It was enjoyable, but it wasn't necessarily something that I could rate any higher than that. I'll give it a four and one-third triples. Um, I, I thought it was good. I, I like the actors. They, you know, they act like teenagers. They joke around and and they're, you know, they're kind of going through the stuff. You know, teenagers they're unsure of themselves and stuff like that. But but then they came together as a team when it mattered. And I don't know. It's just I, it's the kind of movie I like. I guess it's just like a feel-good movie. I don't know. So yeah. Um, I'd have to go somewhere between 2.5 or 3. 2.5 triples or maybe 3 out of 5 triples. Uh, right ideas, too many people throwing in their opinion, clearly. Um, but again, very fun, very entertaining. Uh, if you, if this was something you were looking forward to, I don't think you should, anything being said here will change your mind about going to see it. So, that's alright, yeah. I'm going to give it surprisingly a 3.5 out of it, only because I would have given it a 3 if it was, you know, my, I think I set myself up, because I gave, I was coming in expecting it to be less than what it was, so the .5 bumps it up because it surpassed my expectations of the film, so... I'm, I'm, I'm very excited. That's where I go from 2.5 to 3, because 2.5 because they got it half right, and then the extra .5 because, like, Elizabeth Banks came in and really helped it out. So I'll give it a 3 for that. I'll give it that third. <laughs> that third? Yeah. <laughs> All right, folks. As you hear the noise and the music, um, now it's time to talk spoiler stuff. So if you do not want to be spoiled... I would suggest that you stop it now. And we are going to do a countdown to get into spoilers at 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. It's morphin' time. Ah, it's morphin' time. All right, let me jump off by saying that my predictions were correct back when, I forgot, a while back. Well, we, we, uh, we talked about it before on the Get Out episode. Like, yeah. We got in this whole discussion when we did the Get Out review, and I talked about how I bet you, from the looks of just Rita, when they showed her first image on the, uh, it was the cover of Entertainment Weekly, I looked at the design and I immediately said, oh, she used to be the Green Ranger, the, like the original Green Ranger, especially when they showed the trailer and then followed that with, you know, with the trailer where she grabbed um, uh, Trini and was like, 
I've killed rangers before. One of the coolest scenes in the movie. Like, where, it, where it was like uh, a Freddy Krueger type sequence. Like, it was like a nightmare on Elm Street. Like, she came into her, almost like a dream. I thought it was gonna be a dream. I thought it definitely starts off like a dream. The, the reason why, like, I'm, like, holding back on this movie is this movie has, it's a constant... Who the fuck's gonna clean that up for me? Like, every time, like, they're, like, getting their powers, even the initial, um... They're riding together in a car, and they get hit by a train. Like, and then they all wake up in their bed with powers. It's like, well, how the hell did they end up there? Like, and I get it, I'm not supposed to really know it's ambiguous, but, like, then, like, Jason breaks his sink, and it's like... Who's gonna fix it? Yeah, who's gonna clean that up? Like... How are you gonna explain your broken phone that you crushed in your bare hands? Exactly. Speaking of that, it's not just who's gonna clean it, but, like, how come no... So they're still teenagers living in their parents' house. Like, did they not notice... Their parents not notice that they were gone for large chunks of time? They can't Did they not out. notice that broken <laughs> sink? Like, that's the, those are gaps. You're right. No, no, no. You don't have to have the answer to all of it, but still, like... Right. But at the same time, it is a suburbs, and having lived in the suburbs, listen, listen. Let me explain myself. (laughs) Having lived in lived in suburbs for a number of years, um, with uh, Neo Tribble, like Steve, um, we're from the same neighborhood. You could easily walk out of your house, and we would hang out in the woods, and like for hours, and like no, yeah, (laughs) we would practice martial arts in the woods, and like. And I'd be going till like midnight, and then like I'd, I'd come home, and no one would even like think twice because you it, you were in a small town, safe neighborhood, so no one thought you were going out. And the movie, and the movie does an excellent job of painting that picture for the most part. So they set that up, and I wish they stuck to that. It's like you don't if you're gonna do that. Like I already go into Power Rangers with a pretty high suspension of disbelief, so like you don't have to worry about being grounded right. with me. I, I hate when movies try to explain stuff too much. Yeah, that, that, that takes away from the sci-fi of it, you know. Exactly. And, and, the, and the imagination of it, yeah. Because it was a lot of fun anytime they were just embracing it, but anytime they had to like kind of explain it, like, in a grounded I way. With Star Wars with the Metachlorians and all that. I'm, I'm glad they didn't do it that bad with, you know, Power Rangers. For sure. It does, I mean, we don't need a bunch of explanations behind the coins or anything like that. They do just kind of get into it. But there are a lot of moments of just, like, how do we... There's clearly scenes that were, like, cut, too. Like, I mean, again, the car crash into, like, them and... Well, uh, since we're already in the spoilers, it's a pacing problem. There are no set pieces the way there really should be. The first big set piece, I guess, is them jumping across a canyon, which I really wouldn't call a set piece. Like, it's, I guess it is, but, like... They kind of copied off the Matrix when they're jumping over the buildings. It's like, uh, you could have taken something else to do to show off your powers. And what like, year was that? Uh, the Matrix? 99. Okay, <laughs> so 18 years later, and the first set piece of this major movie is something that they did 18 years ago. Like, that's not impressing me. Like, it was a little disappointing to see they didn't morph get the Zords, and then become Megazord all until the third act. Like, that's a lot of action for the... Not even too much action for the third act. I like Transformers, so I'm okay with a third act being blown out. It's... Why didn't we get anything else in, like, the earlier acts of the movie? Right, but at at the same time, when when they... Let's compare to the first American film of Power Rangers. They were able to do the transformations... Early into the show, into the movie, because at that time, Power Rangers, especially Mighty Morphin, was at the height of its popularity. Everyone already knew everything. This is coming to a new generation. There are a lot of kids who still watch Power Rangers, still relevant, but they don't know the original series and how it's going to suffer then from being like a so it's like TV show format. This is a this is a definite setup for sequels and stuff like that. Right. 
Uh, do you feel like it suffers from the setup of a sequel, like, knowing it's going to have sequels? I think it's a movie made for people our age who grew up with Power Rangers, right? I mean, there's plenty of homage for that. Nostalgia, yeah, but also they're building for a new generation, of course. Um, I'm sorry, what was the question? <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. It, it was uh, it was just a thought that, that crossed my mind. Um, I think that this, I, I like this movie. It was a series of scenes put together to make this film. There was a lot of ideas, like like you said, like set pieces. Like, there, but you said there was a lack of. I it's, feel it's like there was a lot. Story, story. Kind of. it's an origin story. Right. This is still an origin story. First, first, the first movie in a, like a trilogy, for example, like the origin story is always slow paced, kind of like. It takes a while to get going, but um, I don't know. I know a lot of people are going to end up comparing this to Chronicle anyway, so it's hard to get away from. Oh, yeah, but yeah, like, it's, totally it's hard to get. Away. Chronicle has better pacing though, as far as the kids having more fun with the powers, and that's kind of what the TV spots have really sold me on. Like, oh, they get the powers and then they kind of like have fun, and as soon as they're in the classroom throwing notes, I'm I'm digging it. Like that was Dan, Dan Israelite's film style. He does that. Uh, found footage where it's not really found footage because you're more voyeuristic I guess but like uh, you're not like yeah cause, I don't know There's, you can't really explain for you being in the room but you're following it around found footage style and then it'll jump back narratively I, I have a question alright so when the Zords came out I saw I saw the Tyrannosaurus and the Pterodactyl and the saber tooth Tiger but what about the blue and black one was that a Triceratops and a Mastodon? Was it? It, it was. It was, but they added it. extra limbs to them to make yeah. to give them more of yeah. a grounded traction. I didn't like this like, design. I like. They're not supposed to have grounded traction. It's supposed to be like I like. I like the original ones. I don't know. I'm just. That's just how I am. I don't know. I. I. They suffer. All right. The. The one thing that this movie suffers from is. I don't want to say Michael Bayism. But it it suffers from the the, the visual design, the character design of Transformers. It's very similar to the suffering from that Bayism of like let's over detail. But but it's not necessarily the shine and the chrome. It's the extra detail that that becomes so complicated that you can't tell what the thing is. Like when Transformers... Goldar looks like, Goldar looks like some melted macaroni and cheese. Like, you can't even tell he's like... But he, he doesn't even he talk. Okay <laughs> but but, that, but that's the thing. He's, he, he's, they, they reimagined him. Yeah. He is supposed to be a, a molten gold. He's, he's always moving. He's almost like a symbiote. Like, there's, a, again, an editing flaw in, like, the first time we see, like, Megazord pop up. Like, so, like, all falls, they both fall down the pit and everything, and it's just, like, 30 seconds to a minute of smoke, and then, like, very slowly, like, emerge it. Like, how do they get back up? They were, they were, exactly. Like, how do they get back I'm okay with well, that. Well, they, they could have like, flew back up. They could have flew back up. But, so, but I wanted, because they were trying to give some of the cheese and, like, the, the bravado of what the old series had because I was waiting for a scene where they turned into the rangers stood somewhere and for some stupid reason there's a giant explosion behind them I would have screamed like a child if they had done that I have a question alright so when, when she's making Goldar she goes to that spot and all the gold starts coming out of the ground and she could have did that the whole time. Why was she wasting all time pulling out gold teeth out of, like, homeless guys? She was trying to get stronger. Like, right, she was very weak oh, to begin with. she had to eat some so, gold. Be, oh, okay. To yeah. She had to build up her strength. Okay. Her story was she was so weak that she had to slowly build and consume gold so that she could manipulate gold. Again, cool scene to watch her. Kind of, It was real creepy watching Elizabeth Banks just, like, shove gold in her mouth. Like, that was funny, like, and creepy, like... 
I was, and then she got then after consuming enough gold, she had the ability to melt it in her hands. Yes. So like her powers changed and her powers grew. She had her own story. She had a three act story. Because remember, she was the mummified creature that right. was like more yeah. of a zombie she movie. It was a creep. She was creepy, jumping and eating people. Yeah. Now you say that she's definitely the most. Uh, yeah. She was the most formulated, like like created like actor. Yeah. She had the most structure. And 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 what's funny is the internet was like, oh, she's no Rita. She's no this. That. She was honestly, I like her playing Rita than the original the like original movie. She never fought. She just stayed up on the moon. She never came. Like they, the Power just never fought Rita in the original season. Like, well, well, you get to see a lot of her. Like, act, well, you see this. There. You see, yeah, she stood there. She was, a, she was a witch. She was a yeah. sorceress. Then this, she was a sorceress that can give you all these hands, and she definitely gave them their hands. She was like, here, catch these hands. Ah, she beat them all up, and but, I, but again, back to like the three part. Um, the three-part um, section was the zombified monster movie that is Rita. Then you get the what I giggled at was she looked like Enchantress from Suicide Squad. <laughs> she looked. I was gonna say that. I'm like, she looks just like her. Although I will say, if she walks into a jewelry shop that I'm working at, you can have all the gold. You can right? have everything. I I'm fired. I'm walking away. <laughs> and that's exactly what happens in the movie. She's like, give me the gold off your neck. Yeah. Just like, <laughs> yeah. I have a question. Gold, you don't even. See. Where was Bulk and Skull? They should have had Bulk and Skull in there. You know what? They had a personification of the Bulk and Skull. Kid, right? The two girls and the guy were the bullies, like the Bulk and Skull of the also, group. Also, I didn't, I didn't really like the bullying scene. Like the, it was so fake. He walked up, he's like, hello, I am a bully. I'm going to break your wrist now. I'm like, that doesn't happen. Bullies don't just walk around breaking bones. This movie definitely takes a lot of... It tries really hard to, like... Appeal to this generation. Yeah, man. It t- and I get it. Like, cyberbullying and bullying in general is a terrible thing, and there should be more positive messages about that. Having said that, it should be done a little more clever. Like, it doesn't have to be so, like... In your... Face. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but, remember, we are talking about Power Rangers. Right, so... This is not Shakespeare. <laughs> <laughs> um, one, one of the things that I really appreciated... Uh, with with this with this series with this movie, is that finally they are actually teenagers with attitude? Because the original Power Rangers were supposed to be teenagers with attitude, yet they were all straight A students. They 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 had jobs. They did oh, no, after. This is the Breakfast Club version. Of it was the Power. a breakfast. It was like the they breakfast. Tried so hard to make it Breakfast. They club wanted to make it Breakfast Club. It was a Breakfast Club scene when they go into detention. I mean, yeah, it was. Yeah, without a doubt. Like, try. But, I mean, you know what? I understand that you you kind of have to do so, similar things of other because nothing's original nowadays. If you're gonna so, copy somebody, John Hughes is a pretty good guy to copy off of. Right. Like, I get right. it. Yeah. Um, but were the were the actors better than the original Power Rangers? Do you think? Yeah. I oh, acting wise, when it comes yeah. to the acting wise, yeah. But I think because they were trained for, they were being trained and raised for film. The the original cast were a TV acting crew that were put into a film. So they acted the way they would for an episodic show. Right. When, you, when you're doing something, even when it's coming to making comics, making animation, if you do... If you go from issue to graphic novel, it's a big jump. You have to change your pacing. You have to change the way you do things. Same thing with cartoons. If you're going to go from the you know, animated series to a movie, it's going to feel different. Perfect example, 
I'll give you an example of Transformers. The original, you know, 80s Transformers, every episode was cheesy as all get out. But then if you watch the motion, the animated movie, it's very, like... But they took it a little more seriously. The animated like, movie's kind of dark. I mean, for the right, time. Yeah, like, it's, 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 even now, even, it's, yeah, still, it's a dark it's like, film. Actually, yeah. That so, NGI Joe. Uh, Hasbro were yeah. really dark in they went, that, they, that yeah. animation. They murdered people. Yeah. Like, you never saw anyone die in the TV. Yeah. And so stuff like that. Even them mentioning killing people in this movie. Like, Rita was they like, I'm going to kill people. And Jason I'm, says, let's go kill Rita. Like, yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they didn't yeah. say, let's go beat Rita. Let's go yeah, defeat Rita. They were like, yo, we're going to roll on her and we're going to kill her. kill in the original... Right, well, right, that, was, yeah. that was part of, like, you know, FCC standings and all that right. other stuff with, with uh, you know, syndicated TV, and, and it was also the time. Like, they, they, they upped a little bit of language and in this Why did one. they not give Billy CPR? Why did they not give Billy CPR when he, yeah. when he didn't even try? They didn't even try. Zordon didn't even have to waste his one chance on, you know, because they could just do CPR. Well, I think because they were actually bad kids. Do you really know of any bad hood kids that actually know CPR? Well, they're not like, bad like really. kids. And even so, like, at least fake it. Try. They were just like, let's bring him out of the water and look at him. Maybe if we look at him hard enough, he'll survive. That's all they did. I actually really, I do agree, but I really liked the scene when she ties them all up. Again, anything with Elizabeth Banks on camera with the kids was, like, fantastic. She did a great job. And that's the one person I, there was two characters that I... Put my, I kept my eye on to see them how they were. Was Elizabeth Banks because of so much backlash she got for being announced as right. and Rita and Alpha Five because so many people lashed Bill out. Awesome. They lashed out on the design. I love this Alpha Five. Original Alpha Five. I'm sorry, kick rocks because <laughs> this Alpha Five was awesome. Yo, but that's what. Uh, let's jump on that. The fact that all the little nods and homages. Here's something that people may not have noticed unless you are a hardcore Ranger fan. The dialogue that they said when they first turned into Rangers and were fighting the putties was the actual dialogue word for word for the first episode when they turned into when they before they turned into Rangers when they in the original series they were wearing well no in that whole scene when they were like in their human form and then they turned into Rangers they were like oh look out here I go like doing all this all those lines from each character was said in the original episode of Rangers and I sat there going like oh my god like that was that was dope. The putties look like rock people now. Like they don't look like putties no more. Right. Do you have well, a problem with that though? Because I thought the putties looked a lot better. Like I was really worried about. Yeah, yeah. I like this. Like, see, right. Here's the thing. You have to understand that this was TV back in the day, being super cheesy, and people are gonna be like, oh, why wasn't it? You know, the old cheesy stuff. But then they go. Oh, but that was too cheesy. Like you're 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 making you gotta understand this is a new world for it, so you have to accept it. So if the if the Power Rangers never like accidentally jumped off that cliff, they never would have found the command center. They would have brought it out. They would have just had the coin and, and, and but never met Zorda. Yeah, I guess not. Yeah, right. right, but that's called writing a movie. Like, you know, certain things have to happen. Like in any movie. Of course, in every single movie we've ever watched, there's a scene that if this person didn't make this step, they wouldn't have found this thing or evolved into this character. Like, I mean, like, picking that apart, you you can't really do that because it had to happen. It's the writing. They had to find it. Like, you know, like, it's not, like, 
they landed in their living room and was like, here's a coin. That hurt She would have died that car. I do think about, like, how, like, Trini would have just died when they all, like, fall, fall into that hole. But, like... Yeah, the, the one thing that irked me was they kept calling the, dr- the, 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 the coins, the power coins, coins. But they didn't look like coins. They looked like gems. So, like, that was something they did because people remember Rangers and remember Why them as... Why did they get hot coins. in the cafeteria? Is that, I don't know, is that a callback? Is, was that a thing? I, I, that was more of, they're just show the show of power. I like when they got the morphers. They, I miss that stuff, yeah. What was that? You, you missed the morphers? Yeah, when I was a kid, I had the toy morpher with the coin in it. Like, they don't have any of that no more. On that, no, That's no. true, they don't have the morphers. Do, do you not feel like this they movie had enough, like, class? product placement? Like, oh there's my a gosh. lot of toys. First, well, well that. We're also not sponsored by Krispy Kreme. Can we point that out? That we're not being <laughs> by Krispy Kreme. Yeah, it's or Gatorade. Yeah. Or Gatorade, because the first scene, first scene, they were like, Oops, knocked over some Gatorade. Gatorade, like, Gatorade Krispy Kreme funded this film. Like, yeah. Just they didn't have their blade blasters. They didn't have their sword, axe, bow, all the... I think that comes in later on. Uh, okay. Because if you, if you look, Jason actually did get a sword. He really he made the he sword. He made the sword. Oh, he that so, energy sword, yeah. And, and it's obvious that there's going to the be t- a sequel. In the TV spot, it's cut where Billy's yelling, that's so cool, as Jason's making the energy sword. In the actual movie, that's not how it plays out. He, right. Uh, Billy yells it when he first transforms into his armor, and we see it from his perspective, him looking at his hands, going like, right. that's so cool. Uh, but, yeah, they, they, we do see the sword shot as well. Yeah. And, and one thing that I like that they were conscious of is that they went out of their way to make each ranger uh, different enough for different types of young people to and then in teenagers and, and even adults to identify with there was one that, like well the fact that Billy was autistic right like that was really cool that was and like cool. and, and and he was still like he was still in the trope of being the smart one of the group and they showed that how he, how you can like because a lot of people think that if you're autistic you're not smart like you know well he like, says I'm on the spectrum he words it that way I, right yeah. right he's like I'm on the spectrum and then Jason tries to make levity of it right he doesn't he, get it exactly but then they kind of show him later on Getting humor, like in the Megazord, is that part of his powers? That like, is he oh, now? Yeah, yeah, no. like, he, is he now getting he did, references? I think he didn't have friends before, but now being around friends, he's starting to develop more okay. personality. Yeah. I buy but that also, much, no. Like, but here's what I think: part of it was the coin, because it gave people not. It, it didn't enhance their what their previous abilities were. It gave them new abilities. Because if you notice, everybody like had Grew something. They, they matured. Yeah. They, they, they did something where they normally couldn't do until they got the coin. He was not a people person. He, he was he was an introvert. The second he got the coin, he became like the extrovert and like started going out. On the mature note, uh, can I ask you like the group a question? There was a sp- particular scene. It's the campfire sequence where they all actually tell each other their secrets. Do you guys like buy that or did that pull anyone else out of the movie? Uh, Trini's part in particular really like was like oh my god like, uh, like here's the, I'm all for diversity it's just that that was like not I don't love like force them we've all we were on the we've talked about this on Get Out Get Out was a perfect example of like how you can have everybody in a theater like on the same page like and obviously I'm not trying to compare Power Rangers to Get Out I'm just saying it can be done right I think the whole thing is like in order for them to morph, they needed to connect as a team. They needed to connect with each other. So that's why they had to, you know, tell their secrets so they could feel more bonded. You know, 
Right. Yeah, but I think he's saying, Sean was saying, is that it's a little bit forced. And, like, we understand that you need to put things in place to move the movie along. Um, but can you make it a little bit more subtle so that it's not like, hey, we are serving you. Hey, you are connecting. I know we are not, we are different, but we are connecting in this moment. So, like, it is a little bit awkward, but... Yeah, they, they, they've been hanging out for, like, a, a week at that point, about, so well, I, I think, think it was okay. Well, and I think extreme situations can bring people together, so I don't take away from the fact that extreme situations can bring people yeah. closer, they, they absolutely. They bond really with the, my favorite scene is the, the, food, fight. the food fight, and watching yeah, them bond, that was, yeah, that was creative, that was the coolest, like, shot, maybe that, shot-wise, another creative shot was the water, um, them going to visit the... What are we going to call the like the headquarters? Uh, the yeah, yeah, the command center. So like, but it was funny when uh, that was a clever shot of them flipping the camera right. over and coming up. Right. But yeah. now, now the the campfire scene was made to do some exposition to, to kind of push along the story <laughs> because I, I know they probably didn't. They deep down they didn't really want to wait. I hate to say it like this, but waste time with that. They wanted to give people some ranger stuff. For sure. Um, but they also had to give them the edge and give them a, each something passionate and troubling about themselves. Kimmy's so, a real bitch, right? Like, I, I mean, yeah. damn, I wasn't expecting like her to be such a, a cyber bully. I like, can overlook it, like, 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 I was like, wow. Like, like Kimmy's a cyber bully. a terrible she person. A cyber bully. Yeah. yeah. Like, they made all the characters more edgy, like more like, <laughs> like a teenager with that attitude. attitude. Yeah. yeah. Right. Right, when she was like, yeah, I'm a horrible person, Jason should have been like, yes, yes, you are. You are a horrible person. <laughs> I was like, why don't they show but the picture? She was like, I took this picture of her. I was like, let's see it. <laughs> uh, calm down. Calm down over there. Um, There's a lot of actually kind of adult humor jokes throughout There's the a lot of adult humor. Yeah, it, 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 starts off, it starts off with a masturbation joke. Yeah, like, exactly. Uh, well, and then he does the shower, exactly the morphine joke. Yeah, only in the shower. <laughs> but even before that, with the bull. And then it shows... Yeah. They, they <laughs> made jerk... He, 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 he jerked off a bull. They're talking about how he milked, he milked the cow. He's like, it's not a cow, yeah, man. Like, uh, Kimberly getting undressed and everything. Like that, none of that uh, stuff Chuck happened Chuck in the original show. Zach. Kimberly. It was Jason looking at Kimberly. I thought I'm thinking of yeah, Zach no, laying no, on no, top of the train. No, 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 no. We're talking about the, the lake scene. Gotcha. Okay. Now, 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 now. Here, here's, here's the thing. Um, a lot of, a lot of press was, was bashing Rangers for another incident of the fact that Trini is the first openly gay character in the Power Rangers history. And Way to actually be progressive, somebody. <laughs> and then, so I was looking, I heard about this whole big hubbub and all that stuff, so I was waiting for the scene, and then I watched the scene, and I was like, they didn't it. They didn't really beat it over your head like just other movies exposition. have. Yeah, it was just like a simple line of exposition, and she didn't even say it. Zach hinted at it, and then she just never responded, she just looked sad and about it. And she's like, my family's too normal. And like, oh my god, bitch, if that's what you're gonna complain about, like, I, I, I'm sorry. Like, First world power rangers! <laughs> right. But I guess what people maybe could understand is being mis feeling misunderstood, and I think that's probably what her her well, message was, was that she was feeling misunderstood. When you're a teenager, and that's the stuff you're going through is trying to find yourself, and and then she was saying, like, her family wants her to already have found herself and talk a lot and everything. And she's like, I'm still figuring myself out, and they won't get off my back, you it's know? It's not that I right. disagree. I agree 100%. It's that I wish they did it in such a not-so-cool 
Exactly. Direct. Exactly. Direct. I'm trying to like. It, 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 was, it was a word, little crazy. Exactly. It was a little crazy. And you know what though? And was like, she drinking a beer that was also very like? Uh, yo, they were drunk. Right. So like, they're drinking. They bottles were drunk. Label bottles. Like I mean, that's just how they, they were gave dark it. brown <laughs> bottles with no labels on. They were sitting away from at a any adults, <laughs> and there was a campfire at a coal mine. But like, you're loving Billy every minute of this because I like, love he's Billy. Like, it's just like, I love having friends, and you're like, oh my god, Billy. Like, yo, he was so he was so touching. It was so adorable. Like. Like, he was the one that brought everybody together, and I yeah. think it's beautiful because you have someone who's like awkward and like, but in, but himself and authentic and like, and I also like the fact that Jason, so he's like the football player or whatever, and he's a rebel, right? But usually in these type of movies, he's a he's a jerk, right? right. He's like a, he is. He's a jerk. He's in your face. So in this, like, he's the one that reaches out and connects with Billy. Like, I like that too. So. I think it is different in a few different ways too. Yeah, yeah. My mouth is full of food. <laughs> I like when uh, I like when Alfred says, uh, "I've been waiting for you guys for 65 billion years. I've been lonely." <laughs> Alfred is really funny. Like pushing him down yeah. the pit with no armor. Oh god! All right, guys, let's go to the pit. Like I don't like the sound of the pit. And like <laughs> I love this Alpha Five. Like you know, like yeah. Bill Hader was Bill like, Hader, yeah, yeah, it was hilarious. He was hilarious. Um, the lines they gave him, they great lines. And I was afraid, like, he was going to be cheesy. I got I got really excited. And I think part of me even got a little emotional when they became the Power Rangers. They were like, like let's morph and all that stuff. And then you hear the theme song, and it, like, literally took me back to my childhood for, well, like, five seconds. They give you that, uh, that clip of the intro of them running, tearing down the, the desert, like, in the Zord. Yeah. Well, yeah, I was about to get Go, to that. Yeah. that. That side shot. It's exactly. like a profile shot where you see all five Zords running down this mountainous terrain it's the with the Power Ranger theme song yeah. going. I was like, oh, my God. I was, like, I was getting excited, and I, was, and I didn't know what to do. Like, I was like, oh, my God, I'm becoming a kid again. Yeah. Loved it. But I think everybody in the theater, like, all, all of us felt that, like, all right, yeah. we're all, we have to clap. Like, there's no way that we can't, like, acknowledge and yell out with excitement. That. Yeah, the, yeah, the theater actually erupted when that happened. Like, it was, and it was like, go, go, Bob. I was like, I, that's all I needed. I was like, I need that. I need that. Um, Kimmy's, was, again, I'm going back to Kimmy, but uh, her, like, as the terror actor, her that Zorb was awesome. Some of them, as we've already mentioned, kind of were very bland and generic. Uh, not as detailed as I would have yeah, hoped. I didn't like how the Megazord looked. I mean, compared to the original Megazord, yeah. I have a lot of problems with the Megazord in general. Uh, me and George were talking about this right after the screening. There was a lot of exposition on just how do we move. Yeah. Like, I, I don't need that. Like, I, cut that shit and let's just start moving. You, you like, know what, though? I guarantee you, if they didn't put that in there... We would be complaining about that. Oh, so yeah. so no, shut, shut, shut to, all your faces. This goes back to like uh, the it's either grounded or I went in with a set like with such a suspension of disbelief that I don't need you to tell me you figured it out. Like here's you found fucking coins in the side of a mountain. I'm good, man. Like you've but, learned how to walk as a team. Right. But the movie was all about adding some bits of humor in there, and I think it it, it did make sense with like their dynamic, and they were still sort of learning how to work together. So yes, you're right. So some parts. You know, they're in their Zors, and it's like, I don't know what this button does, but somehow they made everything work, and then when they were all in the Megazord, it was awkward. But I, I, I understood that. Like, as a unit, to work independently but have to work together as a team for different body parts on this thing, I kind of I understood that. that it was, you know what? They never, they never divulged that in any of the other Rangers. 
like any reason, like the fall, like a reason to like when you have them on the ropes. So like they were winning, now they're about to lose. They got to work as a team and come back for the final. Not another method, right? Right. Exactly. I don't. I don't get how stabbing Goldar with the sword killed him. I mean, isn't he liquid metal? Well, hasn't the liquid metal been moving all over the place the whole time anyway? Like I, I, I Goldar is. Uh, <laughs> that, that's in my brain. Yeah, that's that's the thing. I I'll give I'll give the story of. She like she was a power like the centerpiece was a power source. Okay. Does she have the wait? Does she have the green rock? Oh yeah! Oh my gosh! She puts it in the. She puts it in the staff. Yeah. So, and if you notice, they did it in a smart way where, if she when she was unconscious, the putties like came apart. Um, Goldar came apart. Like everything fell apart. Like it's all about your consciousness, just like in um, other. Even anime and stuff like that. If you lose your power, if you're unconscious, like yeah, no, I you know I, what I mean. I like like it, when Goku gets knocked unconscious, his his Super Saiyan mode goes away and he's just regular Goku. Like it was like the same thing with this. Like she was like Goldar was a thing. Like everything was as long as she's awake and conscious, she can control it. It's just until they show that two like minute and a half of smoke and then Megazord pull up and she's like how can this be and then the whole thing falls apart for her let's not forget <laughs> you gotta pay homage to some stuff and that is exactly how Ranger remember there was a scene there was Ranger scenes when the Rangers lost and they fell in the volcano the Zords fell in the volcano and like stuff like that like you know all, like they were doing little things to try and like grab at us older folk who's, who remember Rangers and then you also have to understand you're entertaining not just us, but it also has to entertain children. So imagine being a little kid seeing this and that smoke scene where you see the Megazord come up, that's probably so exciting and so a, like, oh my gosh, it's like they made it, you know, and then like it became my an awesome kid thing. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, they made it. I, I thought that too. I got excited when there the Megazord kids walking yeah. out of the theater being like, that was so awesome. Right. And, that, and, that, and I saw that too. And then you saw, we, as we were exiting, we saw the kids taking pictures next to the giant uh, billboard for Power right. Rangers, and you saw them doing their karate moves, and like they were all excited. <laughs> oh, and that a made, line for and pictures for the poster with it. For the poster, and, and I like, got a picture. I think got a picture. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, and but, that, but you have to understand real quick that that is what the Rangers was all about when when we were watching it. Remember when we were watching that wow factor we had when we saw them Buy first transform, right? Like, <laughs> and the only thing is, I know I saw the toys, so I saw the designs beforehand. I'm not a fan of the toys, and we know how you get to see designs beforehand. Yeah, and like, I did not like. Goldar is like a melted figure. It looks just like that, but it looks so cheesy because it's this weird gold paint. Should I rush out and buy all five Zords and put it together tonight? No. <laughs> I'm the old sword. The legacy. No. That's going to cost me probably more. A lot more, to be honest. No. <laughs> I did kind of like the figures, because they have they have multiple sizes and multiple sets for this. This is okay. going to... This is already a toy line. Oh, yeah. Please. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah um, for sure. I mean, that was the moment they stayed alive, like, in between right. these past, like, eight, right. 15 years, whatever. Right. Um, these... There's, um... There's, I, I still don't... I like looking at the Zord in... Motion on film. Mm-hmm. I do not like the toy version. Right, not the Zordon. Um, was it Zordon like a jerk? A jerk in this one. He was like, "You can't transform. You're not the Rangers." Like, remember the old 
Zordon. Like he was right, like, but that was a different era. I think a better backstory like, with Zordon in this one. I actually am yeah. okay with it though. My, yeah. I like, like that he had a personality. That's why like, yeah, detached nostalgia to go for the new version. Like he had a person. He has ulterior motives that are not great. Like and. Uh, I don't know. More backstory to the, a talking like, face that's not just yeah. the fucking Wizard of Oz. Like, yeah. I now the know... Zordon, like, the Power Rangers of Zordon, like, never argued about anything. He was just like, good job, Rangers. Like, thanks, Zordon. Like, they never had an argument. Yeah, but at the same like, time, the teenagers with attitudes were all straight-A students. Yeah. Like, that entire series was a big cheese ball. Yeah. If you go back and watch it, which I have, yeah, yeah. it is a really... Like, it's really cheesy. This and was... And that's not gonna fly. And, that's, that's and that, that would not sell on, in a, as a movie... Yeah. So as if Nowadays. it was my film at this point, I would have ditched more of the cheesiness and homage and for more of, if you're going to go grounded, go that way, or go in the other direction yeah. of suspending disbelief. But pick one, because this film does get lost in translation a bit. Right. Like, again, the set pieces, we talk about Michael Bay a bit. My favorite Michael Bay moment of this film, if you will, is when Kimmy is shooting down on Rita, and the bullets are hitting each side of her. It's like, wow, that's almost right out of Transformers. That, right. But it also makes... You know what it's really out of? It's also right before uh, they throw Batman. Bumblebee. It's Batman. <laughs> it's right, straight out of the first Batman film where Batman was in the Batwing and oh shooting God. at the Joker. Oh my God, because the Joker can't kill somebody. But Tim Burton didn't know that because he didn't really give a shit about comics at the time. So he had the Joker flying down the street just shooting bullets. And right. they really told him that you can't really have Batman murdering people. So Right. So it was just. But one thing that I like that this movie did that a lot of movies and animations fall apart on is whenever there's a jet... Like, and this is nitpicky, but I'm giving them props. Right. I'm giving Power Rangers props for this. Fire Whenever rights. a plane is flying down on something and shooting, they always seem to aim directly at one pinpoint target, knowing that there's a cockpit and half a plane in the, in between both turrets. Like, it can't do a diagonal shot unless it's specifically designed for that. This one, they actually showed it. It was two straight lines, and because Rita was a, small, a human being-sized person, like... It would miss. It sets her up for that cool line. They're like, oh, the the Rangers morphed and got their and got their Dino cards. How cute! Yeah. Like, yeah. And then like it, they even had her say, "Yo, oh, make my monsters grow." Like, like different. She did like her different. She's about the voice she was making though. That, uh, that, early on, I feel like she evolves, voice. right? Kind yeah, of, but like, that's a part of the evolution. She was she was sick. She didn't change this. And, and then as when she was eating the gold, you saw her skin get better. You heard her voice get clearer. That was about because beforehand she was just like <laughs> like a monster. She was a horror movie, and then it became the character. Like there was a lot of cool stuff that I liked about this movie. No proactive needed. Just gold. Just, <laughs> just eat gold. gold. Just eat gold, people. Get, drink some Goldschlager. Drink Goldschlager. You'll you'll look younger. Like, um, I also I also like the little homage because they didn't cast him yet, but they did a call out for Tommy Oliver, the Green Ranger, and he had a green jacket, but he was missing because he cut school. He skipped detention. First thing I just yelled was they haven't cast him yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I knew. Like I was like, yep, yeah, no, they didn't cut. They didn't cast him. But they um, give us that little teaser. It was pretty. It was worth sitting there absolutely for it. Because that that would make a great sequel. Because there's this new ranger who's probably even more vicious. Watch him be someone who's like a criminal or something like that. Because Zach was kind of that character, right? But he doesn't get enough enough, uh, development. Not as much as Jason or Billy. Jason, Billy, Kimmy get 
the main. I mean, it's hard to balance, right? It, when but, you have five main characters, yeah. it's hard to give everyone balance. Plus, we you have a, vil- a, a villain, villain uh, and then you have a, a leader, a commander, right? Like, and then you have to tell his story, her story. Like, there's a lot and of. And then there's characters that add to the characters' backstories and stuff like right. that. Right. No, yeah. And then, but but overall, I, I really enjoyed this movie. I will buy this old Blu-ray. Like I will sit there and I will. I want to see all the behind the scenes on, on the making of this movie. Like Dan Israel is thir- the director. This is his sophomore film. He's 31 years old. I will buy it for that reason alone. And his first film was Project Almanac, which, again, he's uh, showcasing that he can handle. I think he can handle big franchises. Um, whether this movie was perfect or not, I don't think is really his fault. I think being his sophomore film and coming off, this is a budget of before marketing, $110 million. Like, there was some studio heads sitting in on the cuts, like making sure that they got it right. And that doesn't always lead to the best thing, like letting a, just let him do his own thing. But I think he's trustworthy in the future. Like, uh, and again, give him, let him space the film out a little more, kind of do his own thing the way it seemed like he wanted to versus the smash cuts to the next scene. Right. Now, all right, I, I, um, we're going to pretty much wrap it up at this point so uh, we can get into our own personal nerd talk about this because, like, we don't want to just tell you the entire movie. Um, but it, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was a good film. I really want people to give this movie good reviews because then they can get an even bigger budget and then they can do a sequel where I will get me a Green Ranger. Like, that's what I want. Like, I want it, I want me a Green Ranger battle, and I want him to do exactly what the first Green Ranger did, was jump in the Zords and beat everybody up, kick them out the Zord. He, he, he Zord-jacked them. Like, you know, he was like... <laughs> Just think that fight, man. I don't know. I have lots of... He probably have that, oh my goodness. real foul you know images how dope? of Tommy. Like, I can't, like... You know how... It's not appropriate I'm, at all. I'm just like... thinking how dope seeing a Dragon Zord... <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking about how dope a dragon sword would be. Oh man, to see I mean, my childhood's fucked up. That's where I'm going. Yeah, you you went you went to the, 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 to a dark place. Dark place. Yeah, yeah, it was foul. It was foul. Um, but again, we, we we like this movie. It rounded out to about a <laughs> it rounded out to about a three uh, three out of five. Um, again, go check it out. It comes out uh, Friday. The 24th. Yeah, wow, March 24th. Comes out. Wow. Good time. Fast. Very exciting. Um, all young actors. They're all under, like, 21. Like, in 1920, uh, they, uh, we were talking off air about that. They got to meet the first time together on Comic-Con, like, on a Comic-Con stage. They were casted in a global casting event and Snapchatted with each other, rehearsed lines, did all sorts of cute shit that really did apply. Like, I saw that on camera. The first time they were, like... Floating in the water, like when they all jump down the pit, that is awesome. Like I, be- like I bought into like they're having fun, filming a scene floating in water. Like. You can you can tell when you watch a movie. You can tell when um, the actors are having fun or if there's actual chemistry. This crew actually has real chemistry. You know what they took out the makeout scene that was in the trailer. Yeah, I, there was a Jason was no- and Kimmy makeout scene. They had a whole like because people were hyped air about quote, the, sex scene. Because people were really hyped about the relationship their relationships start like starting in this movie right, so we, that when the, if the Green Ranger ever shows up then there'd be the love triangle and, and heard, then the battle I heard reading Rita and Goldar had a sex scene too <laughs> shut up you know they didn't have a sex scene but there was a from the if you look at the trailers you can see that there and then watch the movie you see there was a lot of stuff that, Again, that, hit, that, that landed problems. on the cutting room floor yeah. like but it still turned out really. Again, it's just how quickly everything happens for me. That's but besides that, that's about it. As much I 
generally enjoy all of it. It's just the action sequence. Because their hand-to-hand scenes were really cool as well. But I would have liked to have seen that earlier on. Like, maybe even if it was just Billy. Like, when he got into the armor, if he got to, like, go down to, like, the room and fight somebody. Like, you know what I mean? I don't, like, any smaller set pieces building up would have been better pacing than all of it happening at once. Right. Um, again... Please support this movie because it, it hit my hit me right in the childhood, and and I'm I'm happy. I actually like this movie way more than all the than the two other Power Ranger uh, the, theatrical movies. Uh, it, 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 Turbo was the second one. Yeah, Turbo was the second one. And like this one, I did like the original suits from the original film. Not better than this because I like how the suits look in this. It, it was a mix between. It introduced um, ninja the ninja one, the ninjetti or whatever. No, but that was terrible. We're not gonna talk about the, the, the ninjetti. No one like no one like Turbo. There was some <laughs> arc reactor a- aspects to the. Yeah, suit. it was a mix between the Venom symbiote and Iron Man. And what I liked is that they mentioned both Spider-Man and Iron Man in, in the movie. And then that is it. Actually, you can tell that is the influence. And when he throws Bumblebee. Yeah, he Sorry, throws a Bumblebee. yellow. Yeah, he throws a, um, a yellow Camaro with a black stripe. Which I thought was going to be it. And then he literally says, Sorry, Sorry Bumblebee. Bumblebee. Like, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, um, again, I, I, we all seem to have a good time. The, the crowd reaction was very, very positive. Um, young and old alike, everyone, even Power Ranger fans, uh, came out in their Power Ranger uh, you know, attire. And all, every one of them I saw had a smile on their face. Uh, there was a few of us, a few of them sitting around us, and it was, it was awesome. It was awesome. Everyone seemed to have a good time. Um, yeah, other than that, yeah, go out and see this movie Friday. It, it's a fun movie. Just just go and have fun. It's a fun movie. There's go so have many fun. good movies, and it, this is just keeping down the train of great movies of 2017. Yeah, I want to watch great, but I'm just saying I'm having a lot of fun in 2017. Yeah, 2017 is a good year to watch movies because there's been nothing but like, nonstop bangers. Um, so I guess only one. Um, remember, um, you want to drop a little advertisement for yourself? Yeah, you can uh, check us out on uh, social media all across um, at ageofthenerd.com or. The Instagram, Facebook, whatever, at Age of the Nerd. Uh, I'm Sean McLoon, a.k.a. Spastic Tribble. And I am Jay Rich the Spider Tribble. You know where you can find us because uh, anything, um, social media, look up Black Tribbles. We have a Facebook group page called Tribble Nation. You know, find us on Instagram, Twitter, everything, like I said, Black Tribbles. Uh, you can find us on anywhere you can get a podcast. You can find us, especially on iTunes. And please rate us. Don't forget to drop a rating. I forgot we started a new uh, podcast just recently called Jonathan Trailer Thomas, where we just <laughs> kind of pick up our movie trailers. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> subscribe on iTunes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you already know we're, we're here uh, on this iTunes. Um, so, again, go check out Power Rangers. comes out March 24th. Do it. Bangers. Go, go, Power Rangers. Uh, I hope I didn't spoil your evening. No, it's been interesting. 